welcome everyone. Geocast23 here. Been back in Toronto for just a bit, about over a month now. And in the last podcast, we'll talk a bit about some reflections in the last year. Um, the biggest reflection is time is flying. You know, I don't know if it's because I'm keeping myself super busy, but it just feels like um, the months are flying by like crazy. Um, and you know, it's been interesting living between you know, two different countries that are very different, the landscape, um, the type of people. And what I've been realizing most is the energy, you know, waking up at sunrise there and you're just kind of in the jungle and you're kind of surrounded by nature and like the nervous system seems to settle a lot easier there. And one thing I've noticed back in Canada is just, there's just this energy around of this like hustle and bustle. Everything's moving quick. You're at a light, turns green for one second, someone's honking at you. You know, definitely drinking more coffee than I would like to. You know, having at least two coffees a day. Or in Costa Rica, I really, yeah, I was taking some Bombay and using that. But there's this like constant feel for stimulation and keeping up, and it feels like that's just the collective energy that's kind of seeping in. Now, you know, I don't want to get into conspiracy theories about you know pollution and things in the food and the water and those kind of differences. But a lot of people that have traveled have, have noticed. Um, their stomachs and just totally different things when they change your environment. So I don't know if we're going to get into that too much, but um, definitely feel like it's hard to wake up in the morning. I'm staying up later and there's definitely a shift in the collective energy. Um, but this year was a year, you know, it was at Rhythmia three times this year, uh, maybe more in the last 12 months. Um, and we've seen so much growth within our companies uh, with myself and, you know, even just yesterday, people ask me, like, hey, like, you know, how many times are you going to do plant medicine? Um, <laughs> when is enough enough? Um, and it's just that the lessons keep coming. And although they may not be as upfront or as clearing, but they're definitely um, more and more answers or more and more questions that come more and more clarity. And, you know, the big one that's kind of at the end of this year that's been really getting clear is just being clear on intentions. And I may have mentioned this in the last episode. Um but I've been reading a book by uh, Gary Zukov, The Seed of the Soul, and he has a really good way of putting it that, you know, intention has a cause and effect. There is definitely, when you intend to do something, although on the surface level it may seem great and pure, you know, you really have to be honest with yourself. And those intentions may attract things that are attached to it. Like, for example, you know, going to business with someone and, and expecting them to really help you or to win it's going to attract other people trying to do that same thing to you. Um, or not disclosing things. You know, like you're selling a house and you know there's something kind of wrong, but you don't want to say it to them because, you know, it might throw off their ability or their desire to buy something. You know, what's, how is that going to come back into your life? You know, and it's just this kind of like brutally honest way of living, you know, of, putting all the details in and I know when you, when you go to business school and you learn you know to hustle it's kind of like you're always looking to get that advantage you don't want to you know in sales too it's like you're trying to counter every objection um, but what, what what I realized looking back is every time I may have done that um, and not in like a malicious way but just like left things out and kind of knowing you know I can see where they come back and they creep back into into your life you know same thing with starting a business you know if you're just doing it to make money there's all these other things that are going to be attached to that you know and so for me it's been getting really clear on relationships and transparency and intention 
and you know working with people just being really clear you know like transparent about how much time I have to put into something how much energy I have to put into something and I found that although it may make certain things harder to kind of come together um, in the short term but with that patience what happens is you're you're attracting the right people to interact with attracting the right opportunities and sometimes we may have a synchronicity to make it seem like oh this is the sign I needed and it's perfect um, but take that as a sign and not your full answer to, to commit to and really just get clear with yourself and, and talk through the people that you're working with so you know, one example in Costa Rica, you know, I went down, had a partner, bought a house, rushed into it because I wanted to get out of Canada at that time. And I thought it was a perfect solution. I fully trusted. And, you know, in some ways it would work. It, at the time, it may have seemed beneficial for me because I was going to live there rent-free in the beginning. And, like, all these things which I saw was was meeting my needs. Um, and then things happened. And, and our intentions were no longer aligned. And, you know, a lot of issues came out of that, you know, things that I hadn't foreseen rushing in uh, where we were living wasn't close to home and it took like a whole year kind of like focusing on all the things that were wrong and draining so much of my energy how many how often do we do that where we have a problem and we just think about it think about it and it wasn't until like right before I left we did a ceremony and I was like okay you know I really have set intention to you know heal that relationship but then also help to focus my energy on creating solutions and what happens? You know, within a month, all these new opportunities start showing up. I start really just letting go of the story I built around this specific piece of property and the way we were living and all these kind of things. And a new opportunity came up, you know, where we're going to be building a, a community now, which I'm going to have my own piece of property in. Um, and, you know, all of this new energy coming into that. And it's just a beautiful kind of learning there. And so also in the last year, I did a lot of Wachuma. A lot of um, the cactus medicine from Peru met a beautiful family down there last May, and then they came to Costa Rica, and so we did a whole bunch of ceremonies. And again, as I shared in one of these, you know, one of the things I learned a lot was about the ability to believe in people and to always see the best in people. Um, and in this current book, The Sea of the Soul, they talk about, you know, the absence, uh, like darkness is just the absence of light. So, you know... If you see something doing wrong and then you start hating that person because of it, you're bringing more darkness in. And so the goal is to, the practice is to, to forgive, to have compassion, um, to see where that may show up in your life, those similar things. And to do your best to course correct. You know, how can we bring more love into the situation? How can I learn from this to do things differently in the future? Um, you know, it doesn't mean you can't stand up for yourself or set a boundary, um, but it's that that what's the intention also on the other side of that okay so we're going to change this relationship maybe i'll get upset in a way to to share the way i feel but then it's important not to continue harboring hatred for someone or something because what's going to happen all that energy you're putting into there is going to be robbing you from that energy that you can put into your creation to creating the life you love to live and all these things so those have been probably some of the biggest learnings and also just to be patient you know to be patient um because the perfect things are coming for you. But if you rush, you might miss the best opportunities. And you really have to allow the intuition, the voice of the intuition to, I wouldn't say become louder, but allow yourself to be quiet enough to hear it. You know, because we have so many distractions. 
And the mind is always looking for ways to kind of avoid discomfort or to avoid pain. So it's distracting. It's looking for things. You know, when we go into the things we don't want to see or to feel, there's a lot of answers can be kind of embedded in there. And so part of my practice has been when I feel discomfort or something's bothering me is, is instead of trying to do more, it's like, how can I really take some time to, to dig into what's going on? And so that's been an interesting practice. And what I've realized this year is about is really trying to come back into balance. All these projects, all these great opportunities. Um, but I can't do them all. And, you know, I'm being transparent with people when I'm making commitments as to like what I can commit to and what I can't. But there's something in me that I've realized that never wants to let anyone down. That always wants to make sure that I can make other people happy because, again, I want them to, to like me. I want to be liked which comes from, you know, a fear, a core belief of mine of being alone from one of my kids. So it's still present. And I see that when, when people ask me to do something, I want to just say yes all the time. Um, so that's one of my one of my core beliefs, which is always showing up. You know, not wanting to let people down, wanting people to like me, you know, and it, it shows up in many different areas of my life. The other thing this year is we got so deep into music for elemental rhythm. And, you know, along with all this intention and stuff, I started realizing like the essence of this company and then I started reflecting on other companies. Like, what is it? You know, is it a breathwork company? You know, um, how do we define what it is at Elemental Rhythm that we do? Because it's more than just breathwork. And so by taking that time to really reflect on what it is and crafting that brand story, so Elemental Rhythm is it's a community uh, and it's a process and that process is what you know helped me to kind of have more self-awareness and now we're sharing that with others and that's that's the process to um, finding your elemental rhythm finding your dharma finding your purpose and path is to start to kind of like peel away the layers and get down to that core essence of who you are and to really really just connect with that um, and so we started crafting this brand story about, you know, Dharma and different, all these different philosophies, religions around the world and how they talk about, you know, this similar thread is about, you know, getting, getting back to your core, you know, getting back to your, um, to your Dharma, getting back to your, um, let's see, like, you know, like the Tao and getting in so all of these guys are trying to, or all these philosophies are talking about, you know, getting back to this core of who you are, this essence, um, living in accordance with some principles. Um, and it's this pursuit of like moral and ethical principles. It's also the personal growth and self-realization um, are really important for finding purpose and fulfillment, creating this harmony within yourself and others and the natural world which which what we need to come back into alignment with a lot of plant medicine helps that the breath work helps that spending time in nature helps that meditation um and realigning with your true nature will help you to come back into alignment with your purpose um and all of these things sort of in accordance with these universal laws brings about a sense of fulfillment and a lot of times it even includes you know being of service to others you know going beyond yourself without expectation, you know, just giving unconditionally and understanding that the universe always gives back, always. It's always there to give back. It may not be exactly in direct uh, interaction or in a transactional way, but the more you give without expectation, the more it comes back. 
And so I started looking at all these different cultures around the world, you know, um, from all over the world. And they all talk about these same things, you know, compassion, empathy, cooperation, harmony, and being in harmony with nature. So that's what elemental rhythm is. And we use the breath work and we use um, community and support and, you know, different various ways of science, you know, to get your brain into a more suggestible state. But it was such a beautiful way as, we cra- as I craft this story, it becomes clear not only to me, to anyone who kind of interacts with us, for our team to kind of have this kind of guiding intention behind that whole organism of elemental rhythm. And I think the same process can be done for any business, for yourself, you know, um, within your family, just talking about some guiding principles like what makes this unit. And so, you know, that's like just drilling down the essence. So we're, we have some sort of roadmap that really feels good and everyone's in alignment with. And when you get people all aligned, or when you can get yourself aligned, it makes the path forward much more easier, if that makes sense. And so some of the other projects that came up this year was um, we're going to be launching a rapé business, which is a, a tobacco a tobacco snuff kind of product from the Amazon, which mixed with different ashes from different trees that have these properties and those tribes that they say prayers on them, the ceremony. And I find that it really brings me into balance. And what I really initially just wanted was to have access to it. And what spawned was a company with a good friend of mine, um, and my brother and Aaron and Mitra are involved now. And we're going to be launching this company. Um, and so we've created this beautiful brand around. It's taken us over a year to kind of cultivate it, but that was kind of all about that intention. Um, and so it's 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 a legal product. It's tobacco based. Um, and you know our intention is to really connect with the tribes that are creating it ways we can support them and maybe protect their natural habitat, ways we can kind of introduce this to the Western market um, in, in the right way as like an intentional product that's used for meditation, that's used for bringing yourself into the present moment. Um, and yeah, and since the last podcast, um, you know, I had to do some traveling, went out to Florida, um, still involved in a food business where I get to help my brother. Um, and I got to, to meet up with some interesting people there because I always use these kind of trips you know, see who can I meet, who's in the area, who can I connect with. And so I got to connect with some of our brother facilitators there. Um, and then, you know, I was invited to a 40th birthday in Bahamas. And I really realized there, like, it, it was nice to go from a different kind of lens. Because maybe 10, 15 years ago, I went there, got wasted, you know, partied, did all these crazy things. And you know, I was just there, really just observing and just realizing how, you know, it wasn't really my scene anymore. But it was it was so great to be there with some of my friends that I had grown up with and some uh, family and I was going to bed by like 11.30 and everyone's going out to the club. Um, so it was an interesting experience for sure. And then I got to go to LA and I met with a friend Sunil. And Sunil is a new friend. He took our facilitator training. We're working on some breathwork tracks together right now. And he um, wrote a book called Backable, which is a really, really great book. He's such an amazing storyteller. And he also wrote a book called Dharma, which is where some of these kind of um, lessons that I'm bringing into the, the breathwork and you know to other aspects because really when you really, really understand the concept of dharma it's about bringing you back to that essence of who you are and so we got to jam about that and you know as i mentioned in the last podcast or a couple months ago at rhythmia you know i want to write this book uh, you know about my life story and you know that there comes a lot of trepidation you know fear of like just really being vulnerable and sharing all these crazy stories but also got me to really reflect on the essence of all these things that have happened to me and how important each one of them were the most uncomfortable things the hard parts you know facing my fears in so many different ways through business through life experiences and really kind of reflecting on all the lessons that we're learning it was such a beautiful process for me 
just to integrate all these experiences in my life and, you know, really looking forward to share it. And, you know, this question, so do I self-publish? You know, do I try to get a publisher? And so Sunil's really was helping me and guiding me on, you know, what he did. And I've just been just really talking to so many different people about what that could look like. So I'm excited to start working on that. It's going to be a process, um, which should be coming in the next year or so. And at the same time, you know, all the synchronicity, all these opportunities are popping up. And, you know, a few years ago, I did the creative visioning process. I, I do it from time to time. It's a course on elementsrhythm.com where you really just take a look at your life and start mapping out this ideal future. And, and you write a letter to yourself. And so many times when I do this process, you know, all these things are coming true. And so I've been traveling and connecting with people and having these opportunities. We did a breath work in L.A. Um, so after Bahamas, I went to go meet Sunil in L.A. because there's another food thing there, food show I was helping my brother with. We ended up doing a breathwork session there and, you know, famous actors showed up, which I had no idea that we were going to be in the class until after. And it was amazing how, like, many lives you can touch and people you can connect with just through the breathwork and just through being in this kind of natural flow, which we'll call our elemental rhythm. Um, and then I met with Sunil, gave me some of that. And then I went to go meet with Piper Adelums, who is just an amazing, amazing human being that I met Um at Rhythmia and who is working now to create these healing hotels around the world and she was in the music industry and the film industry and um, you know her, her father was a diplomat that helped to um, free Nelson Mandela and was a very active during the whole apartheid thing and we just got to sit down and talk and I shared my life story with her because you know she wanted to help me to see like is it best to like create a Netflix documentary or a book and um, you know I was supposed to stay until Thursday and just so happens that you know, a month ago, I saw an Instagram reel about a friend of my Toronto, uh, Giovanni Mercico, who runs these huge Archangel events. And I'd always had gone to them in the past and, you know, messaged him back and forth. He's like, hey, join my mastermind. All you do is buy a ticket to the next Archangel and uh, you're in. So I was like, wow, okay. Let me just check this out and see what it's all about. See what I can learn. See what value I can bring. And, you know, um, just so happens, you know, I, so I sign up there. I have a quick chat with him. I'll join the group. It's a weekly call. Um, my friend Zark, who's also a breathwork facilitator, is throwing this breathwork event. He said he needs some help, so I just go down to help him facilitate. And Gio, the founder, just happened to show up synchronistically. So, you know, we connected there. He got to experience the breathwork, and then he invited me to um, share breathwork with his whole um, one of his higher level mastermind communities. So, a lot of incredible people, some of them I'd already known from Toronto. And, um, I was supposed to be in LA at that time, but it just so happened that a couple of days before the whole trip kind of got pushed up a day so I could be back a day early and the schedule was just aligned. So I said, perfect, I'll do it. And so I go there and not only is, you know, a few people that I, I know and I haven't seen for a while, like UJ and Sachin and a few other friends, uh, but a friend from Rhythmia, Alex, um, was there and um, a few other people were there who ended up wanting to, you know, take our facilitator training after that experience. And there's even, you know, someone I look up to in the breathwork um, space, Samantha Kelly, who has this huge breathwork brand, Pause, which I think is amazing, ended up, you know, participating in the breathwork. So at first I was like, ooh, this is going to be interesting. You know, there's a little bit of that intimidation with someone that you kind of look up to. Um, but it was amazing. She was so supportive. And, you know, we got to chat after about breathwork and, you know, it's just so funny how, you know, I just, you know, decide to give in that situation and, you know, without expectation and ask for any money, I donated a bunch of blindfolds and, you know, three people reached out about taking the training, you know, uh, in Sedona that we're doing this fall. And if you're interested, you know, please reach out. Uh, breathwork facilitation will change your life. Um, 
you can add it to what you're doing right now. You can do it as a separate thing. Uh, but there's so many amazing things that come out of breathwork facilitation, being a facilitator, and anyone can do it if you have the calling. And so, you know, all these synchronicities are happening. So, you know, I end up coming back and connecting and doing this breath work and connecting with Geo and then, you know, being able to kind of have the honor to kind of share with his tribe and then making all these amazing connections there. And then, you know, people have wanted to come and take the training in Sedona in the fall. And so I'm just really trying to surrender to this flow and to um, just share authentically. And that's kind of like what this last year has been and really trying to get back into um, a time flow is my, my new focus for this year is to get as much time back as possible. So I can really put the time into uh, what I bring the most value to, you know, and I feel like, you know, really diving into the essence of these companies and these brands and what we're doing just to get super clear when you get super clear, the path forward becomes um, much more easy to navigate because you really know what you're looking for and you really know what's in alignment. And the alignment process, getting back to your elemental rhythm, takes time. Um, but that is the whole process. So um, I hope that kind of came full circle and I hope um, you enjoyed this podcast. And you know, I encourage you guys to reach out. I love hearing from you guys. Let me know what you guys are up to, how you connected with me. Um, Elemental Geo on Instagram and ElementalRhythm.com if you want to check out some of our stuff. Peace.